Welcome to the Whale Scout Podcast, everyone. My name is Whitney Negebauer. Today, we are going to be talking about Orca Action Month. Um, in the Pacific Northwest, June is Orca Action Month, for those who don't know. And today, we're going to be talking with Amanda Colbert, and she is the Education and Events Assistant with Orca Network. Hey, Amanda, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. You must be very busy right now because June is just right around the corner. Definitely. So, you know, June is is Orca Action Month. And um, this year, there's an amazing lineup of events scheduled and lots of fun ways for the whole family to get involved. Can you share a little bit more about the history of Orca Month? Absolutely. Um, So I'm super glad you've had me on. We have been working really hard on the event. So this is a a fun portion of what I get to do by kind of nerding out and talking about all these wonderful things that are going to happen. So as far as the history of Orca Month, uh, the recognition for June as Orca Month originally began as an awareness campaign. And the aim was to bring the plight of the Southern resident orcas and the threats that they're facing to the forefront in our region. Um, It began with uh, Orca Network, which is a longtime education and advocacy group working for the orcas. And it was first proclaimed officially by the Washington state governor in 2007. Um, So we're going on 15 years this year in 2021 with the celebration. And um, it's a great event. It's brought together researchers, educators, advocates, orca lovers from all over the place. And um, it's evolved now into Orca Action Month. We've raised enough awareness on that campaign. We have a pretty decent amount of people behind um, the efforts here. So now what we're really encouraging folks to do is to rally and take action for the Southern residents. Um, in 2016, Oregon and British Columbia came on board. So really they've expanded our reach for awareness and action even further, which encompasses more of the Southern resident range as well. Right. That's awesome um, to see that it's just really taking off. Um And this year, the theme is We Are Family, and I just love it. Share a little bit about that. Definitely. So the We Are Family theme uh, was kind of a special one for our group. Um, People that have been watching the Southern residents in the news, uh, especially a couple of years ago when we had uh, a young female carry her calf for 17 days, really became aware of how emotional and intelligent these animals are. Uh, So our aim really is to show folks that don't already know, uh, you know, these family connections and these strong bonds and the emotional capability between the Orca families, but then also our family. And with this last crazy year of being in quarantine, um, whether you lived with your family, if you had roommates, we were all kind of referring to those um, individual groups as pods which is pretty interesting because that's exactly what we call a group of orcas together as a pod. So we thought it would be really great to have family pods celebrating orca pods this year, specifically our Southern residents, and just really trying to show that connection um, so that people fall in love with these animals and then take action like we're hoping they do. Right. A lot of us are still living in pods at some level. And this year's big kickoff event is also online and it's really special this year. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, so we are doing um, a lot of virtual events this year. Pre-planning for these big events happened so early in the year, we just weren't sure where we were gonna be. But the great thing about it is probably the reach, right? You can sit in your living room from anywhere. Um, we've had folks from even across the country who uh, you know, would normally travel out here 
say that they're so glad that they don't have to spend the money, right, to get on a plane, um, accommodations. But the reason that the kickoff event for us is uh, a really special thing during Orca Month is it's bringing together so many different people. So we have legislators that are getting on board, agencies, scientists, and Orca experts that are going to lead us through some uh, really great talks. We've got videos for uh, Orcas from all around the world so that we can show you how unique the Southern residents are versus all the different communities you can find around the globe and it's just this really big culmination of a lot of people that are all coming together in one place at the same time with this shared goal and this shared interest which is the orcas um, so it really kind of sets the tone it gets the energy going for the events that are going to happen throughout uh, the rest of the month and i don't know about any other orca lover but um, something special happens when you're kind of in the presence of other people that nerd out on you know the same things that you do um, so that's kind of like uh, finding your own pod you know that you're with friends and family and we really just encourage everybody to celebrate and maybe learn something new about the southern residents too I think one of my favorite parts about the kickoff this year is the fact that we're able to, you know, zoom around the world and learn about orcas, you know, everywhere. Um, it's just going to be really a fantastic uh, event. Overall, for the course of the month, what what would you say is the goal? Like, what do you hope is the outcome at the end of June? So that's great. Um, you know, even though I keep talking about folks who are probably well aware of the Southern residents and have a little bit of education about that, um, it's also the goal to continue extending that reach. Uh, we want people to directly connect with this endangered community of orcas. And we've really found that, you know, the more people know and understand the Southern residents and can see this likeness to humans and orcas when you're talking about intelligence, culture, emotion, family groups, um, they really start to bond with the orcas. And when you know something, you sort of tend to grow to love that thing. And then as you love that thing, you want to do whatever you can to protect it. So really kind of the overall goal and what we're hoping to achieve is creating unity, letting everybody know, you know, this is something that um, everyone should want to take action on. These animals are magnificent, but we also really want to kind of hook you into falling in love with this community because it will inspire the actions necessary to try to recover this endangered population. And aside from the kickoff event, which takes place on June 6th, what are the other events that you are really looking forward to this month? Yeah, so I kind of went through our whole calendar just before this, and I'm struggling to even figure out how to juggle my time so I can <laughs> participate in, you know, all these events that are going on. Um, but a few that really stood out to me, we we're going to have a really great uh, event on the calendar with the Orca Behavior Institute, and that's happening on June 3rd. So it is prior to the kickoff, but it's going to lay this foundation for the We Are Family theme. Uh, Monica Whelan Shields wrote a book about the history of the Southern resident orcas and she touches um, on, in fact, not just touches, she really deep dives um, into the familial connections between the orcas and our Southern residents. So I was super excited when um, she offered to get on the calendar. There's been a lot of people confirmed going to that event. So my hope is that she teaches everybody this foundation that'll carry them through the rest of the month. And I'm just really excited um, to even sit in. I've heard her speak a few times before, but I always learn something new. Uh, and then a couple other events I'm really excited about. We usually do a call 
call to action throughout ORCA month. So along with celebrating, we ask folks to um, take a little bit of time and maybe do something that's going to help with advocacy efforts. And what we realized when we were sitting down cultivating the calendar is that it's possible that folks aren't really aware of how to pen a good advocacy letter to their legislators. Um, There are constantly tons of petitions you can sign online with a click or just your signature. Um, And while those gain traction and go far, it actually does mean a lot more if you sit down and hand write or pen a note, put a stamp on it, take the time to send it into uh, legislators because that shows effort. Um, So Orca Network is actually going to host a two-day Uh, advocacy letter writing campaign. The first one is on June 14th, and it's going to kind of be a general, um, you know, a how-to. And then the second one is June 21st, and we're going to focus on the Chehalis River right now. There's a uh, proposed dam for flood retention going in there, but it is one of the last wild rivers uh, that flows without obstruction. And so we're looking for ways to maybe manage Uh, that flooding that's happening in that area in a different manner that doesn't impact salmon. So once we kind of teach the basics, we're going to get into um, an action specifically. And so I'm really excited about the opportunity to be with like-minded people and kind of share that. I think the last one that I would pick, and this is just because I'm very right-brained and I love creative things, and this is kind of an outside-of-the-box event for June, is an organization called the Salish Sea School is going to be hosting a pen and ink art night on Friday, June 25th. Um, And their artist, their in-house artist, Taylor White, has done a bunch of really great um, greeting cards and things for uh, their promotional materials. And she's gonna lead this uh, pen and ink class. I'm gonna give a quick Southern Resident 101, so I'm gonna help them out a little bit. But I'm I'm super excited to get past the 101 part and then just sit there and, you know, learn how to draw and put my talent to use as well for a little bit. So there really is something for everybody in the events coming up in June. And I think that's a really exciting part. Yeah, and, and it will take everybody to save the Southern residents at everybody's talents, right? Absolutely. What about kids? Are there special events that you can recommend for kids? Yes, um, we definitely had the kids in mind when we were going through planning out events for June. And so I'm really glad you asked that. We do have quite a few things. Uh, Noah Fisheries is actually going to do a month long coloring contest. So that sheet is going to be accessible on the website. Um, and they're going to have a little bit more details about how to submit. Uh, but I know kids love coloring contests, and I'm pretty sure there's a prize for that at the end, too. So that's a little bit of, um, you know, the excitement of actually getting to to do something right brand again, um, but possibly winning something at the end and learning a little bit along the way. And then um, our partners up in British Columbia, the Georgia Strait Alliance, are doing this awesome campaign called Plogging for Orcas. Um, And if you're like me, I had no idea what that word plogging meant. So I had to kind of read into it and look it up a little bit. And it's basically jogging, but then picking up trash as you're going. Um, So I guess picking and jogging were probably bridged together for that word. Uh, But when I read into it a little bit more, you know, it said you don't have to jog if you're not a jogger or you're not a runner, you know, pick a beach, pick a trail, um, pick a path that you're on, pick up some garbage. Uh, The challenge is encouraging everybody to at least pick up 75 pieces of trash throughout the month and kind of logging that because there are 75 Southern residents in uh, the population currently. Um, So there's a little bit of a challenge, but a little bit of like a, you know, go out and, um, put your hands on something and, uh, you know, do something a little more than participating in the virtual activities. 
Um, Orca Network is also hosting through the Langley Whale Center's youth team. Every Wednesday in June, we're doing a mini series for the kids. Um, so we typically do a youth activity once a month that's a little bit longer, but we've broken it down into the five Wednesdays we have in June in the hopes that we can give the kids just a little bit of information each time. And then there's an activity at the end for them to be able to participate in something. So whether it's looking at Southern resident Orca's families and how they're put together and comparing that to human families. Um, I think she might be doing a learn how to draw orcas as well. We're going to do a little bit of ID activity. Uh, so it's going to be really great for the kids to kind of get to know the orcas on their level and on a personal level. Um, and then there's going to be a family corner on our website. So if you go to Orca Month right now, uh, we are finishing putting the details on that. So it'll launch on the first, but there are going to be a ton of resources from, you know, 17 different organizations that have come together as the Orca Salmon Alliance. They've all been gracious with providing us materials so that we can pass that along to the kids. And it could be mazes, word finds, other challenges, scavenger hunts, coloring activities, um, small lessons and different things like that. So there's tons of stuff for the kids for June. And what about hands-on activities? What events are going to be happening in person? Yeah, so we do still have a few that are happening in person, and we were able to do that because they're taking place outside. Um, so we're looking at a couple different salmon restoration uh, habitat work parties. Whale Scout is graciously hosting one of those, and we certainly appreciate that. You're going to be down in the Bothell area on June 13th. And then there's another salmon habitat restoration work party happening in uh, the Bremerton area with Chico Salmon Park. Um, so those are two ways to actually get out, get your hands dirty, plant some stuff that's going to grow to hopefully shade some of our uh, waterways that, you know, salmon need that cold environment in order to survive. And if we've got more salmon, we've got more food for our southern residents. So that's definitely a really great recovery action for people to actually do something. Um, a couple of the other in-person and outside events, Washington Environmental Council on Saturdays throughout the month of June is doing a kayak tour with a guest speaker. Uh, I believe that's happening in West Seattle. So there's more details on the Orca Month webpage on how to get registered, where to meet, um, times and things like that. And then the other thing I wanted to mention that's really cool, along with that plogging for orcas to kind of get out and do something, is there's an opportunity to adopt a beach and start logging the trash that you're finding on that beach. And it could be once a month for a year. It could be every week for a few months. But the Salish Sea School is also hosting that one in the hopes that we can learn a little bit more about some of the marine debris, the pollution, and the chemical makeup of those things that's going to be out there in the waters that um, our orcas are swimming through. So if anybody wants to register for any of that or learn how to participate, learn where to go to be involved uh, in those in-person events, all of that is on uh, the Orca Month calendar right now living on the Orca Month website. Yes, and, and if you're overwhelmed like I am, I suggest <laughs> that you go to the website, which is www.orcamonth.com. And there's uh, the website is beautiful. You can learn all about Orca Month, and the online calendar is also beautiful. <laughs> if you can make a calendar beautiful, you've managed to do it. And you can see all of the different events and activities just beautifully displayed. Um, go there now, and I know that things are being added um, every single day. Yes. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. And I've worked with a wonderful team of women. Um, Cindy Hansen is our education and advocacy coordinator at Orca Network. And Susan Anderson uh, with Wild Orca has been our communications manager. So she's responsible for that beautiful website that you see there. Um, we couldn't have done that part without her. And it's kind of been, you know, a collective group effort to get this off the ground. But um, we've had a lot of fun in the process. And we're really hoping that everybody's going to have fun throughout the month of June. And, um, you know, anytime the Southern residents are involved, it is a good time. So <laughs> absolutely. Well, Amanda, I want to thank you so much for, for chatting with me today. And for everyone out there that is watching on YouTube, at the end of this, we are going to show a video which highlights and, and sort of gets people all pepped up and ready to go for Orca Month. So if you are watching on YouTube, which I suggest that you do and subscribe, you will be um, able to watch that at the end of this episode. And um, is there anything else that you wanted to add, Amanda? I just hope to see a ton of people on some of these virtual events and then getting their hands dirty with planting and picking up trash. So I encourage you guys, if you've never participated in Orca Month before, I know it's a little different this year um, with a lot of virtual events, but uh, I really think that there's something for everybody and that it'll be a great learning experience and a great chance to actually physically do something that can help the Southern residents. Yes, absolutely. I cannot wait. Thank you so much for chatting today. Hey, thanks for having me.